0: Cyber Monday set a record uh, up seven and a half, I should say. Yeah, it, it was a, a record um, somewhere in the neighborhood of $12 billion. Uh, we know that the, uh, good, the Black Friday numbers were up seven and a half percent. Uh, more than 50% were mobile purchases there. At least the question, what's going on with our brick and mortar retailers? Because it used to be all those things that were purchased both Monday and Friday were always purchased through someone that was employed by one of your local businesses, and it might have been the neighbor that you were buying it from uh, who was employed by those retailers. So how are they doing in this holiday season? Andrea Bightley is an old friend. She's vice president for marketing and communications for the Michigan Retailers Association. Andrea, good morning.
1: Good morning. Thanks for having me.
0: So kind of give us the, the status report coming out of Small Business Saturday and Black Friday. What are the expectations and how did we do?
1: Well, the expectations were really high. This is the time of year when small businesses really are made or broken, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, This is the time of year when they need to thrive. And so far, knock on wood, uh, our numbers are looking good. Um, from people who are making the decisions to get out and and buy nearby, as we say, shop in their local downtowns, shop in their local uh, communities to make sure we are keeping our mom-and-pop stores uh, lights on and doors open.
0: And, Andrea, it's it's really important uh, to uh, shop in these small businesses because, as you said, this is make-or-break time for them, and a lot of them receive COVID money. That COVID money is, is running out, isn't it?
1: A lot of that COVID money is long gone uh, is what it comes down to. So we're in the time of year when you go from being in the red for 11 months to being in the black and actually making the money that you need to get your employees' um, salaries up to date, get everything moving ahead, get those benefits paid for next year, um, get that product on the shelf as well. Our retailers are... Stocking now to get everything moving to make sure that they can make those orders for next year so that they can keep their doors open. Andrea, uh, retailers are expense are experiencing theft at higher rates right now, which is uh, you know that's just another blow, is it not? It is. Theft has been something that retailers have combated from the beginning of time, but now we're seeing a different level of theft. Fortunately, here in Michigan. We have some pretty strict laws that are in place that were put together uh, over the last legislature, signed into law by Governor Whitmer, and are now being heavily enforced by local law enforcement. We're lucky that um, the state of Michigan has really taken an interest in making sure that we're protecting our small businesses. So
0: So we haven't gone down the road that the San Francisco's and Chicago's have done where you're decriminalizing retail fraud.
1: We have not done that here in Michigan. We've had exactly the opposite. Um our law enforcement personnel are really ready, willing, and able to help launch to help retail prevent these big series of crimes. Oh. Now it doesn't mean that we aren't experiencing levels of theft that are surprising. Um it is really challenging for small businesses to see a product whack out the door. That means it's a product that you or I can't purchase, and it also creates a shortage, which then drives prices up. It's a shame that they have to move their inventory around for their higher-priced items to be harder to steal. I mean, that's a shame. It's a real challenge, um, and it's something that if you're a retail owner, you are very, very aware of the items that are more likely to be stolen. And sometimes it's the people you would expect to run in, and other times it's a surprising member of the community that sticks it in their purse and doesn't pay for that product.
0: And, you know, when you talk about products in these small businesses, um, uh, Andrea, you know, these small businesses sell intricate different items that you could that you would find, like, in a big box store and everything. And that's what makes them stand out so much and make, makes them so important.
1: Absolutely. Those special, unique items that are local to a community or a part of our state are really, really important to be um, protected from theft, but also we really want people to get in and be able to purchase them and create new memories. Our downtowns are so important to continue making sure they thrive um, and add to their community. You know, retailers, especially small retailers, aren't just stores. They are where your friends and neighbors work they're probably somebody's dream. You know, they have wanted to create their own life in selling the products that they love and the community they want to be in. Um, so when somebody steals from a shop like that, it's really stealing somebody's dream. So we're lucky in the state of Michigan to have strict laws in place when it comes right down to theft. Um and it's not just local law enforcement; it goes right up to the state level. Uh, Attorney General Nussel, she and her team have charged people with pretty significant organized retail crimes over the past mm-hmm. year. So we're thankful to that for that um, enforcement.
0: I've got to tell you, I my inbox is inundated with with great lists. You know, the ten best toys for your kid, the ten best gadgets for the holiday season, and then of course it it, it leads you to the online purveyors. And I I think we need to remind people, Andrea, go ahead, shop online, but buy local. Find those items at retailers near you. Yes, they do.
1: Absolutely. Many of our local retailers took the time during the pandemic, mostly because they didn't have a choice, to set up those websites to make their products available uh, around the globe in some cases. You know, we are lucky to have really successful retail businesses here in Michigan that, you know, if somebody were to be maybe in Florida for the winter that they miss, and now they can order those products and have them delivered to their uh, their second home or their vacation home um, or their primary home if they've sadly departed the state of Michigan.
0: Yeah. I, I do know that it, retailers are pressured. And one, one common complaint I hear, Andrea, um, especially when shopping for apparel, is, is that when you try to do that, you'll see something online that you like. You go to the store and you find out, well, they've only got it in the slim sizes for the younger people. Do we need to do a better job? Of, and we only have a few seconds less. But making the retail mix broader, or is that just out of the reach of retailers now because they of inventory constraints?
1: Inventory is a challenge, and I always recommend people talk to the clerk if they're looking for that special size. Perhaps it can be ordered and shipped to their home. It's really important for people to buy nearby and keep our Main streets thriving.
0: Andrea Biteley, we thank you. Good luck to all of our Michigan retailers. We love them. We appreciate what they do for our communities.